It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, Magic fans, this is Coach Moles from the Orlando Magic, sending you back two guys who play with pace and space. Now back to In The Zone. Welcome back to In The Zone. Happy to have you along for the ride today. It is time now for our In The Zone Player of the Night. Trevor Lawrence puts an exclamation point on his bounce back effort. Lawrence, back in the end zone. Ridley, over the shoulder kicks. Travis Etienne lines up at the top of your screen. Lawrence instead looking left. He evades the initial sacker. Lawrence going to run for it. Lawrence, end zone, touchdown. It's one of his bigger days of the season so far. Lawrence fakes the handoff again. Little off balance throw to the end zone. It's caught, and it's Ridley again. T-Law, four total touchdowns, 266 pass yards, no turnovers. And a 119 passer rating, good enough to whoop up on the Titans. 34 to 14 was the final score. He is our in the zone player of the night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code Brandon and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You can play their pick'em game tonight: Eagles versus Chiefs over at UnderdogFantasy.com or on their mobile app. It's good to see the Jags get back on track here. Hard to take. Too much from that game. The Titans are B-A-D bad. And uh, the the Will Levis show is going off the rails quickly. Actually, he played okay. He wasn't really the problem. Derrick Henry is falling off right in front of our very eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are seeing the decline of Derrick Henry. I never thought it would come. 38 yards, 24 yards. Those were his totals each of the last two weeks. Yikes. Yeah. Sad fantasy managers out there for sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, the first four touchdown game of his career. It's been, I even said it on Friday when we hit on this game. I said two things. I um, I predicted that the Titans wouldn't score a touchdown because they've only scored two all season long in six road games. Uh, they did end up finding the board and the finding the the homeland the second half. But then Trevor Lawrence, he has been the definition of glorified game manager, I think, for most of this season. He can make big plays when he needs to, and he has the talent to be Tier 1, QB1 in this league. And he just hasn't been. Only, I mean, hardly any multi-touchdown games all season long. And then and their defense is their defense and their run game had been the best part of their team. Absolutely. He is a, he's, a, he's a sexy, long-haired Game manager, but but, that, but, this, but Sunday he wasn't right. He has the upside to do what we saw yesterday. Like yesterday was like a Josh Allen type performance without the interceptions for Trevor Lawrence, and we know he's capable of it. And he just hasn't had to be all year. So uh, adds another weapon, if you will, to the arsenal that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. That Trevor Lawrence can pop when he needs to. And I did say <laughs> that you were going to come in and say the Jags are back on top, baby. Super Bowl contenders. So I'm proud of you for uh, taking this game with a grain of salt because that Titans team is not good. Yeah, no. I mean, I, did I have that sort of feeling in my bones for a moment? 
do I feel like less of an idiot when I hear our Jags <laughs> promo air on the station where I'm predicting they go to the Super Bowl because they just have pieces that other teams in the AFC don't have. I heard that yesterday before the game aired, and I was cringing. I was like, oh, God, I sound like such a fool. Well, that I mean, that is sort of what I was... No, I'm not going to do it. Can't that, take anything away, but they got the job done. Yeah. Solid bounce-back effort at home. The Dolphins and the Jaguars both have seven wins right now. I had to do some digging, Tyler. I just tweeted this out yesterday. said, can't imagine the... I, I can't remember the last time the Dolphins and the and the Jags had seven wins through 11 weeks in the NFL season at the same time. Now, I don't know the number, but I'm sure it's a long, long time ago. Well, today, my curiosity took me down that rabbit hole, and you'd have to go all the way back to 1999 was the last time the Dolphins and the Jaguars, through 11 weeks of the NFL season, have had seven wins apiece. The Jags were 9-1 and one in Week 11 back in 1999. They'd only been around for a couple of years, too. And the Dolphins were 8-2. and two. Their quarterback was Dan Marino. And Tyler Karen wasn't even a twinkle in his mom's eye at that this point. BK, I could have told you that stat. In fact, I told what? you three weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, October 30th, Tyler Karen post-show blog. Miami Dolphins and Jacksonville Jaguars pick up their sixth win. And I have that stat, that going back, it was the first time both teams um, since 1999, both the Dolphins and the Jags 6-2 and two in their first eight games. Oh, so we're God. on the right track there. Save the, we're you know on the right track that there. That was a good 15 minutes of my life. Yeah, it was a good about 45 <laughs> for me. So, But, hey, yeah, no, it's, it's impressive, and it makes our job fun. Local teams doing well. Yeah. I get it now. Um, I, I fully get it. Coming into this chair... You were like, who cares? That's no. not my team, so two, who cares? Two-win Dolphin team, three-win FSU and Gator team. Sounds good to me. Now I get it. I really do. <laughs> it's more fun this way. <laughs> it is uh, It is way more fun. Now, the good news is we have so many teams that we cover on this show and in Central Florida. We kind of pluck from all the other markets and, of course, from our own. There's usually somebody popping off somewhere in the state. So that that's the good part. But yeah, we've definitely had some uh, some lean years around here. Yeah, but uh, there's certain teams, I mean, especially in the football world, you want those teams to succeed. The Bucks, they don't have Tom Brady anymore, so you know they're not quite what they were. But they gave us some good times. They were blown out by the 49ers. No big surprise there. Still one game back on the division. So if you're a Bucks fan, you kind of have to just go, yeah, we got punched by Mike Tyson in the mouth, and uh, you live to fight another day. What, what can you really say, like? I can't imagine our guy Zach Blobner over there. How heated could Bucks fans be getting? Oh my God, we got blown out by the 49ers who didn't turn the ball over once. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to everybody. If they don't turn the ball over and they're playing in San Francisco, they're beating their opponents by two touchdowns. Everyone in the NFL. You could say we could come in here every Monday for the next, I don't know, give them four or five more weeks and say Bucks lose by two touchdowns. And most likely the falling sentence will be but they're only a game back in the yeah. division because the <laughs> NFC South is that bad. Oh man, I think I think the Bucks actually played the 49ers somewhat decent comparatively to some of the other blowouts that the Niners have had. I mean, you score twice on the Niners, you're within yeah. two touchdowns. That's a good day for uh, the team down south yeah. of Tampa. They were hanging around for a little bit. So the Jags, the Jags did their thing. The Bucks, even though they lost, they, yeah, they were supposed to. 
And uh, I don't take anything away from that. I don't think less of the Bucks because they went into San Francisco and lost to a fully healthy uh, 49ers team. The Dolphins are the only team in the state that after the weekend, I'm like, oh, boy, what are we doing here again? They So they beat the Raiders. They got the win. Beautiful interception by Jalen Ramsey where, I mean, a SWAT would have worked, by the way, Jalen. You didn't have to... You don't have to body flop the ground. He almost hurt himself. Everything Mike McDaniel went went up to him after the game was like, "You didn't have to do that." You realize that, right? Look cooler. Yeah, it, it, it was a it was a nice highlight. They turn the ball over way too much. They just play so carefree with the ball because they know they can score at will. And I and I think that's the reason why they beat all of these bad teams because they just play this sort of sandlot style of football. They're going to make mistakes playing like that, and bad teams can't capitalize on those mistakes. When they do that against the good teams, the good teams make them pay for it. The Dolphins are making these mistakes every single week, but they get away with them when they're playing Aiden O'Connell, and it's so frustrating to see. I mean, Tua talked about it after the game, but like, and at some point, it's week 11. You make this, you've been making the same mistakes since the preseason. This is why I was so negative on them before the season started. I saw how, how careless he was with the football. I'm like, that's never going to work. Then they started putting up all these points. You get lulled into a false sense of security. If they don't figure that out, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you give good teams in the playoffs opportunities to score more than they already get, you're not going to win those games. So I'm a little bit concerned, but I'm not any more concerned than I was. This is just one of my chief takeaways from all of this is the Dolphins aren't correcting the biggest problem they have, which is turnovers. Sometimes it, it it can be an on and off switch, you know, and the Dolphins have shown talent-wise, explosion, that they have what it takes to be the best team in the league on the offensive side of the ball, and their defense has um, stepped up a bit here too late So and getting back healthy and whatnot. So the Dolphins, they still do have time, but time is a ticking. We are officially on the backside of this NFL season, so that, that – it, it, the Dolphins won't be able to stay afloat if they continue to turn the ball over like they have. Yeah, can't do that. First overall pick or entitled baby? We shall discuss that in a moment, but first, let's chat about... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 